0: All the accident
1: guys. Injured in a car accident or at work? Mm-hmm. The accident guys can come to you almost anywhere, so you don't have to come to us. Mm-hmm. Say habla espanol. Baby, okay. money, 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 money,
2: money, money,
3: money, 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 money. Old money, money or new money. Either way, KBLA Talk 1580 has you covered. That's right, baby. Tune in weekdays to the Millionaires Roundtable with Lynn Richardson at 12 noon and keep it locked to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts. Weekdays at 1 p.m. It's the KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580 KBLA. Midday. At noon, Lynn Richardson is making millionaires one family, one day, one dollar, and one dime at a time. At 1 p.m., Naja Roberts, the queen of crypto, is here to make sure you don't get pulled under by the rising tide of these new currencies. Old money or new money. We want your money to work harder for you than you did for it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We want to help you make vertical and horizontal money. Money when you're standing up, and money when you're lying down. It's the KBLA Talk 1580 Midday Money Chain, the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson weekdays at 12 noon, followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts at 1 p.m. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. Baby, I got your money, got your
4: money. More money, more money, more money, more money.
0: I come from a small city where nothing is handed to my talent. And made them work for me. Look where I landed. I know a lot of those out there really don't want me having it. They just mad that I'm creeping on them and they had advantages. See what my voice is on. I let my voice be the change. Put it in these communities, let it give them some range. Let them know that they got a shot at anything they want. And it ain't all about the teaching, but really how they responded to yeah, Here on KBLA Talk 1580, we gon' get into it. The whole world on Smiley, out of your media. Hey. The others tell it, but they truths have some limits. Got some limits. We got that food for soul, not what they feeding yeah. uh. Black lives matter all the time. Yeah, let's talk about it school of prison pipeline yeah let's talk about it all this brutality out of line yeah let's talk about it all these thoughts running through my mind we gotta talk i am about unapologetically it. progressive in efforts to fight for the people gotta exercise i vote on rights and then push the needle i'm walking tall because i know that y'all expect me to lead to push the message i am willing to bleed i gotta get what i need that's social reform that's prison reform i'm highly informed don't put down a pen i got a list i can't resist i preach it till i talk with a list and who you know gonna give it to you like this and here on kbl yeah. they talk yeah. to today we gon' get, into yeah, we gon get into it get The it. whole world don't smiley of your media. Hey. The hey. others hey. tell it, but they truth has some limits to it. Limits. We oh. got that food for soul, now hey. what they feeding you? Black lives matter all the time. Yeah, let's talk about it. About the school to prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about it. Hey. <laughs> okay,
4: here's the situation. A fresh prince assault on an Oscar presentation. And we saw Will slapping Chris in the face. Would he mind? Hmm, well, of course not. <laughs> Lies. Of course he would mind, and that's exactly why we gotta talk about it. Right here on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to the Danny Morrison show. The whole nine of the nighttime, right at nine. My turn. Practically the entire KBLA family has touched on this topic today, so here's my view on the slap heard around the world. You know, throughout the night last night, I was thinking about the untruths that have been shared with me upon my arrival here in the city of Los Angeles. The first being, Danny, you should live in black Los Angeles where you can live with your people, shop with your people, socially intermingle with your people, unlike your time back in Bakersfield. False. I live in Inglewood. I've seen non-black people everywhere. Gentrification to changed the game. They even started calling it Iwood to rebrand it as their own. They need to stop that. Or, Danny, you're gonna love the weather in Los Angeles. It ain't nothing but sunshine all year long. Tony, Tony, Tony was absolutely right. It never rains in Southern California. Lies. I've been here nine months and LA has seen two of the biggest storms over the last few years in the short time that I've been here. Earlier today was nasty. And the last one, Danny Dwayne The Rock Johnson is currently the most famous person in the world, but right behind him is Will Smith, proving that we have made tremendous strides as a people because there are two black men sitting on top of the world that we could be proud of, end quote. Well, first of all, The Rock is half black, okay? Still black nonetheless. But I believe he intentionally or unintentionally comes across as racially ambiguous. And secondly, you are half right. The Rock is everything we could all wish for in a king. But as for Will Smith, that verdict is yet to be determined. For those that haven't heard, and I would be shocked if you haven't, Last night was the telecast of the 94th Academy Awards, the Oscars, presented by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, an annual extravaganza which honors the best films and active performances from last year. And if you are African-American like me, I'm willing to bet that you were excited about watching the Oscars last night for two reasons. One, would they once again nominate Beyonce for a major award, ask for her to perform to ensure that African-Americans tune in, Only to pull the award out from under her and give it to a white woman at the end. It happened at the Grammys. It happened at the Oscars. Beyonce keeps falling for the okie doke, and y'all do too. It's foul. And the second reason was to see if one of my all-time favorite celebrities, Will Smith, will finally get that Oscar for best actor that he so richly deserves. Should have gotten it for Pursuit of Happiness. Should have gotten it for Ali. But it seemed like the planets were aligning for the fresh prince to finally get his due. Little did we know that due would come with a little doo-doo. But before we get into the what happened last night, let's first take it back to where it all started. And my hope is that it adds a little perspective to tonight's topic of conversation. You see, back in 2016, Chris Rock hosted the Academy Awards himself. And as you might recall, that was the same year that the Oscars-so-white controversy had reached a fever pitch. People expressed outrage over lack of rep- representation for exceptional films produced by creators of color. And regardless of movies garnering positive critical acclaim and performing well at the box office, the Academy failed to recognize any of our films for their prestigious awards. So Jada Pinker Smith wasn't having it. She called for a boycott, and with a short viral video, she made her point perfectly clear and CBS Miami was on the case. Listen.
5: An Oscar boycott is brewing in Hollywood. Today, Jada Pinkett Smith and Spike Lee use the Martin Luther King Day holiday to announce they will skip the Academy Awards because of what they say is a lack of diversity.
6: Let's let the Academy do that with all grace and love, and let's do us.
5: In a video posted on Facebook, actress Jada Pinkett Smith says she's boycotting the Academy Awards and won't be watching from home either. She made the dramatic announcement in the wake of a growing controversy over the lack of diversity among this year's Oscar nominees. Begging for acknowledgement or even asking diminishes dignity
6: and diminishes power and we are a dignified people.
5: Her husband, Will Smith, is one of the actors of color who did not get nominated this year, despite critical acclaim for his performance in Concussion. Pinkett Smith now says it's time to reevaluate things. Maybe it is time that we
6: pull back our resources and we put them back into our communities, into our programs.
5: Pinkett Smith is not alone in her frustration. On social media, many have vented over the lack of Oscar diversity. For the second straight year, the hashtag OscarsSoWhite has been trending online. Spike Lee says he's boycotting the ceremony as well. In a post on social media, the director asks, quote, How is it possible for the second consecutive year all 20 contenders under the actor category are white? Both stars said they wish their friends involved in the Oscars production the best, and Pinkett Smith praised Chris Rock, who will be hosting the show next month. And Academy president Cheryl Boone Isaacs, who is black, says she is, quote, disappointed by the lack of diversity in the nominations, but she says that should not take anything away from this year's nominee.
4: Oh, the irony that praise was to be short-lived for Chris Rock, because during Chris Rock's opening monologue at those same Academy Awards, Chris had a little something to say about this entire situation. If you missed it, here's a portion of exactly what he said. Listen. Is
6: she on a TV show? Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Jada's mad her man, Will, was not nominated for concussion. I get it. I get it. Tell the truth. I get it. I get it. You get mad. She said, it's It's not fair that Will was this good and didn't get nominated. Yeah, you're right. It's also not fair that Will was paid 20 million for Wild Wild West, okay?
4: <laughs> the comedian that, cat. that movie is terrible. Very funny, right? Harmless fun. But that was 2016 and this is 2022. And I don't have to tell you that a lot has transpired in the Will and Jada universe inside their relationship since then. From rumors of homosexuality, to rumors of an open marriage, to rumors of infidelity, to entanglements with August Alsina, to rumors of an imminent divorce, to everyone under the sun having an opinion on how they choose to raise their own kids. The Will and Jada romance that has been quoted in numerous hip-hop and R&B songs over the last generation was starting to fray at the edges. But illness is different. And Jada has always been a warrior. Back in 2018, on one of her award-winning Red Table Talks, She shared with her audience that she was losing her hair, suffering from a condition known as alopecia, a disease that happens when the immune system attacks hair follicles and causes hair loss. And Jada would proceed to shave her head bald and use her story to provide awareness to those unaware and act as a beacon of hope for those that may be suffering from the same condition. But the question is, did Chris Rock know that? It begs the question. And it's important because I believe last night's debacle took place because Chris may be oblivious to her entire condition. That being said, back to the present day, Chris Rock was prepared to announce the nominees for the best documentary. But also came out to perform a little stand-up as well. And as we all know, Chris Rock is known for his biting commentary on stage and has made an entire career doing it. And as he walked out on stage... This is what happened on live worldwide television. WPTV News was on the case. Here's an abbreviated version. Listen.
5: There's quite the talk this morning uh, before actor Will Smith delivered his speech for winning best actor in a movie role. He decided to give comedian Chris Rock an unfriendly visit on stage. It was made right after Chris Rock made a G.I. Jane 2 joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, who has a shaved head. (laughs)
2: Oh,
5: wow! Wow! That shocking moment for sure. Smith then verbally expressed that he wants Rock to keep his wife's name out of his mouth. He used an expletive. Jada Pickett-Smith revealed she suffered with alopecia back in 2018. And Will Smith has apologized to the audience after this incident. Chris Rock will not be filing a report according to Los Angeles Police.
4: And here we are. 24 hours later, which gives us a chance to take a step back and realize what is really going on surrounding this entire incident. I'll be honest, I'm really disappointed in my people, you people, black people, cheering on Will Smith for committing violence against another black man on live TV over a joke. Shame on us. If you're an avid listener to this broadcast, you know that is exactly what I'm always trying to fight against. These were the 2022 Oscars, with two out of three black hosts, with multiple black people in the orchestra, with a black choir as the music accompaniment for the in-memorial portion of the program with multiple black nominees and many of you don't know produced by film director will packer a black man who wanted this year's oscars to feel more inclusive and what would will smith show which despite all the progress being made one of our most enlightening and inspirational african-americans in history could be triggered by the simple words of a comic and other than will who do i blame for this madness i blame us the public we created this monster. We all made fun of Will. He was the butt of jokes for months. The memes were everywhere with him all verklempt during that red table talk with Jada. The world emasculated him all at once on social media in real time while his wife was emasculating him right to his face. He didn't want to see or hear those comments again. He wasn't prepared to have those feelings of helplessness again. But seeing his wife's reaction instantly took his mind right to social media in anticipation of the incoming memes questioning his manhood again. So as a result, last night, he was trying to show us, the public, that he could defend his wife, and he overcompensated. Our aggressiveness toward his family and our unattainable expectations of him made him to what we saw last night. A lot of us in media created content off the Smith family and profited from their pain. Chris Rock was simply the nearest punching bag available for Will to prove his worth, his manhood, and his image all at the same time. And it infuriates me that we are cheering for him to sacrifice some of the stability of the color and the culture simultaneously. Because listen, are we going to be real with ourselves tonight? If that were Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Deion Cole, or Cat Williams making that joke last night, does Will Smith rush the stage? If that were a white comedian like a Jerry Seinfeld making that joke last night, does Will Smith rush the stage? Let me answer it for you. Hell no. Will would have giggled and stood pat. The diminutive Chris Rock provided the perfect scapegoat to show the world that he was still that cat that grew up in West Philly. And one of the more popular narratives I'm seeing from us on social media is that a king was just protecting his queen. I see you, Tiffany Haddish. You see a black man committing violence against another black man as a feasible defense of his woman's honor as being in a healthy situation. However, for those that are taking the narrow-minded approach, I believe your thinking is short-sighted because Jada Pinkett ain't the only queen that is intertwined within this scenario. Have we forgotten that Will and Jada have their own young queen named Willow at home? What kind of effect will this have on her, her mental state, and her life? What about Chris Rock? What about his life? By the way, Chris Rock has two beautiful queens himself named Lola and Zara that just watched their father have battery committed against him on worldwide TV. Do you not care about what the repercussions will be against them? About their mental health? About the ridicule they will receive in public? Or does protecting the queen only apply to wives? The bottom line is this. Will allowed simple words to affect him in such a way that he had to result to violence. And now the trickle-down effects will will impact more women around him than any effort to protect his one woman. So in conclusion, here's the bottom line for me. Are you comfortable with the world seeing arguably the second most famous black person in the world result to violence? You all hate the term black-on-black crime, don't you? But that term was trending today. A lot of the world already thinks that we are Neanderthal by nature. They will now believe that even the best of us will result to violence when threatened in any way. Shame on us for cheering this madness on just because you may like watching mayhem from the bleachers. Shame on us for not admitting that if your son did the exact same thing for his woman, you would be furious. Shame on us for being so quick to want Jada protected because of her mental condition, but you ain't got no problem throwing Kanye West under the bus for his medical condition. And shame on us for allowing the young kings and queens to see our best and brightest, solving problems through violence instead of de-escalation through conversation. We love telling our sons to run away from a violent situation. Always telling them to stop and think. And right now, you are publicly claiming that Will was right to do the exact opposite. Will the real black people stand up? Are we for protecting one another or not? Are we for peace and love amongst black people within our communities or not? Will Smith told us back in 1988 that parents just don't understand. But here in 22, watching my people cheer on black violence over a joke, is something that I'll never understand. But that's just me. <sighs> trying to calm down, Rob. I'll try. Tell me what you think, LA. Huh? What was your first reaction to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Were you shocked? Were you amused? Or did you, like me, think that the entire thing was a setup to get us all talking? Huh? At first. Also, what should Chris Rock do? Will Smith put out an apology and Chris Rock is yet to officially respond. Does it matter if he knew or not about Jada's medical condition? Should he file charges? Should he try to make amends? Or should he let bygones be bygones and let this entire incident slowly fade on its own? And lastly, do you think this incident is damaging to the overall culture? You know where I stand. I definitely do. Don't you think it's detrimental to young kings and queens seeing our best, brightest, and richest commit violence against each other over something so small? And if you don't feel that way, tell me why. Perhaps you think it's no big deal. I'd like to hear. Holla at your boy. Your voice is the change. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, IOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus, Me and my nighttime partner in crime, Robin Ayers, will take your comments via the ecosystem of the social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation tonight. Look, something's got to be done. And the Academy is already strategizing on what to do to Will Smith. But I have my own recommendations on what should happen immediately to smooth this entire situation over sooner rather than later. That's why my seven series tonight is seven actions that should happen immediately to clean up the will and Chris controversy. Not now, but right now. To preserve the reputations of everyone involved, to preserve the academy and to preserve the momentum that we black people are making within this industry. I will break it all down. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show on unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's ride.
3: From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, From to nighttime. Nighttime. like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.
4: I miss the Fresh Prince, man. Parents are the same no matter time or no place. They don't understand, understand that the kids, kids are gonna them. make some mistakes. Like slapping. So to you are the kids <laughs> all across the land. There's no need to argue. There, there is, is just no need to understand. use your hand. <laughs> that's a remix. <laughs> it's Danny Moore show. KBLA Talk 1580. That video is hilarious. You know what's funny is like in the first verse. uh his his mom and his dad are all you know dusty looking and and then all of a sudden by the end of the song they have a Porsche <laughs> and there's another thing about that song if you go back and watch that video he talks about uh how old? I didn't know that she was 13 remember he yeah says that
7: yeah well
4: in the in the car we were talking about Bell Biv DeVoe yeah. too remember yeah yep. Mm-hmm. backstage <laughs> underage adolescent how you doing fine <laughs> You. uh, That's right. Uh,
7: (laughs) We connecting the dots, man. Oh man. She
4: replied outside. I like to do the wild thing.
7: Uh 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 uh. Nah.
4: Action took place kind of wet. Don't forget the the J the I the M. Ronnie DeVoe should be in jail. Oh my (laughs) goodness. (laughs) Uh, by the way, tonight we're discussing the Will Smith and Chris Rock slapping incident and what your immediate reactions were upon seeing it. Also, we're discussing whether you, like me, think situations like this that are shown on worldwide TV damages us as a people and as a culture. Let's go to the phones. Lori from Lamert Park, blocks away from here, checking us out. Come on up in it, Queen. Give me your height, your color, and your hood. 5'7", uh,
8: Leimert. That I told you. I talked to you before. What's up, y'all? Let's go <laughs> check it in from Lambert Park. Let's go. Okay, hey. okay right. check it out. Here we go, baby. It's so unfortunate. It really is unfortunate that she kind of pushed him on to get up there and embarrass himself. Thank you. I don't. Th- I don't think that Chris intended to hurt her, and so I didn't think that she needed her man to speak up for. Because as we all know, we all been to a comedy store. We all know you sit in the front. They, they gash out at people. They lash out at people. And I don't think it was nothing, really. He was just doing a monologue, just doing his thing. And I think that they just took it all out of content, Danny.
4: I totally agree. Look, you're right. When you go to a comedy show, and if you're sitting in the front row, they're going to look at the front row and see, who can I make fun of? And Jada's head was glistening.
8: So, so. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I want to say to her, too, she's beautiful. And you know what I'm saying? She's beautiful, and she looked as fabulous. So she got some kind of insecurities because he was laughing. You guys all seen him. And then she edged him on and gave him that look, you know, and she should have just told him, Sometimes you gotta you gotta help each other out and just say, you know what, we'll handle this afterwards. I don't like the way he talked about me. You know what's going on with me. And then they could have did that later, Danny. You know what I'm saying? No, I but agree not with take you. away you know you. the moment.
4: I think the you know prob- I mean? the problem is he was laughing. He looked up at her and you could see the look on her face. She had a little side eye. And he was like, mm-hmm. the moment she did that, he goes, this is a meme in, in real time right now. If I don't do something to stop this situation, I'm going to be the butt of jokes over the next six months.
3: Absolutely. i got to do Absolutely. something.
4: I can't believe she didn't grab his wrist and go, ah, ah.
8: I'm not saying
3: do exactly. something physical. Handle exactly.
4: Handle it exactly. backstage. People,
8: exactly. Danny, we have people that have come have, from color. We have got to, like hold each other down. So you're right. She should have just said, no, this ain't the time and place for this. Because he, he was up next for the award. And I felt like he was going to win. But then I said, now you're going to look really messed up, Danny, He's going to really be embarrassed. Because what he did, it was just, it, it just wasn't called for. It wasn't the place and time for that.
7: Okay. Well... You guys are uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear from me or not, because I am going to has... be uh, probably the unpopular opinion of the night, which is fine. Hear. It's fine. Go ahead, Robin. But go go I'm a stand. I'm a stand on this. We don't know. First of all, we don't know if she egged him on to do that or not. Uh, meaning Jada, we don't know if she egged uh, Will to, to to go up there and do what he did. We didn't say that. She started off by saying that she did. But is pushing. Okay, because we, we don't we don't know. The camera went away from from what we saw, right? Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. Everyone keeps saying this was just a little joke. This was a little joke over some words. I completely get that. For the most part, I do understand. However. Mm-hmm we don't know so the only valid point that I'm going to make is that, or about uh, Chris Rock is we don't know if he knew or not that she had this condition, but Jada yeah. has been in the, in the media talking about this for a while, for a long while, yes, the, the issue that yes, she's she got, what it's done to her mental. We've seen her cry about it. We've so, and this is just us in the public. We, we are not even considering what she does at home with her own husband. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. will has the upfront, personal, deep down uh, relationship with her, he's going to see all the highs and all the lows. And he's going to see the lowest of the lows, something that we don't get Mm -hmm. to see. So with that being said, I don't know if it was Jada who, if, if she said anything to him, we don't know because the cameras didn't show that. What I'm gonna say though, and it's not that I condone violence. I'm I'm gonna make that clear. Mm-hmm. I do not condone mm-hmm. violence, but I understand what Will did. And and to be honest
8: with you, I don't you even You understand in- that uh, you understand him, Robin. I do want up there you can't do hidden I do, I understand. There? Uh-huh, you, don't, you don't think that he could have did it a better way robin not to say that really? he couldn't
7: I'm, I'm not saying that i'm not saying that he Rather couldn't have been a, no 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 i'm not dancing i'm, a, I'm standing on what i said mm. it's not that i don't think he could have d- handled it a better way what i said was i understand because here, here's something else that i think a lot of people are uh, are not considering will smith Talked about it. If you, I don't know if you've read his book, Lori, if or read or listened to his audio book, but he said mm-hmm. since he was a young child, he watched his uh, father beat his mother, mm-hmm. and he was yeah, he, I've he, been, I,
8: yeah, I seen that. Right? Yeah, so mm-hmm.
7: he he had he felt like he was a coward. And this actually is a recurring thing in his entire life. He always felt like he was a coward and he kept telling himself that was a moment that you should have stood up, but you were a coward once again. So this dates back all the way to I mean, and we're talking mental, mental things here, mental anguish, mental uh, trauma that Will has gone through throughout his entire life. Now, of course, uh, throughout, you know, even recent months, we've seen him be uh, made mockery of him and Jada. Mm -hmm. But uh, Mm -hmm. at the same Mm -hmm. time, I think it dates back far more than what we even know. And so I think this was a a, a culmination of him feeling like on a worldwide stage. And that's what it Mm -hmm. was. That's what the Oscars is. A worldwide stage. Mm -hmm. Chris making fun of Jada and having the entire stadium of people laugh at her expense was Will's opportunity, I think, in his mind where he probably wasn't even thinking. He probably was just like, Clearly. He, yeah, he probably wasn't <laughs> thinking. But think about moments in time where you're like, listen, nothing else matters.
4: You know, I got to push that back against bad. you. That's fine. Let us so let me you. get this yeah. straight. Yeah. Will watched yeah. his mom get beaten as mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. yeah,
2: so,
4: yeah his, mm-hmm. so his solution is to beat on another person because of it. You're saying it's OK for him to harm Chris Rock and his family. Because he refuses to go get therapy for his problems.
8: Let me ask you a question, Danny. You saying,
7: you're saying that's one more
8: okay. Thing, one more thing, guys, for y'all Let me go. I just wanted to say this, you guys. I thought he was going to go up there and tell him to, to knock it off. I think knock we
5: knock
4: all his- thought that. I thought. Yeah, I thought. he was going to maybe get him I in think, a headlock think, jokingly or something. I think he's
8: going to go up there and say, knock it off. You know what I mean? So he shocked the whole world. Don't get me wrong, guys. I love both of them. And I hate that this happened because this is people of color. Sure. And we don't need to even show that sure. up to the world. You know? Yeah. yeah,
7: no, I, I get it. I think we all—I think that's what Chris thought. I thought because he didn't change his disposition. He stood there, arms behind his uh, his uh, back. I think he thought Will was going to come up there, grab a mic, and clown with him, or you know, like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. tell him to knock it off or something. And clearly, Chris was taken aback. I am not saying that what Will did was the right thing, but what I am saying is, as mm-hmm. at, if I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where all you've wanted was your man or a man to stand up for you the way that he stood up for her. I don't know if you've ever been in that position. I know I have. And all you want is for someone to. I've been in that
8: position, and I've had that too, but I just think, Robin, that she should have stopped her man. This is just my opinion. She should have stopped her man because we are on TV. This is not the time and the place. We can talk to him after the show. And that's just my opinion, you guys. And thank you for taking my call. Gloria. I appreciate you, Queen. Thanks for calling.
7: But I'm going to say this. We also don't know if Jada knew that he was going to do what he was doing. So to stop him, we don't know. She may have thought what we all thought.
4: I am just sick of us just because someone has individual issues. It's okay to impact the race and the culture.
7: So can I Kanye ask you? West,
4: same thing. People mm-hmm. saying, well, his mom died, and it's like, go get some help then. He For refuses sure. therapy. For sure. But you want to stalk Kim Kardashian and, and bring terror to your children. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. We got to start blaming the person that refuses to go get help. Mm-hmm. If Will Smith got these problems from his childhood, go get some help. Yeah. You're not allowed to push those issues onto Chris Rock.
7: Okay. His but daughter do, do saw do him feel,
4: accosted on national TV.
7: Do you feel like Chris did had any wrong in the situation or no? Comedy's comedy is comedy.
4: Okay. Will Smith has been bagging on people forever.
7: Okay, right. So, so, but what I'm talking about, because I know this is a, another subject that you, I think, are going to get into a little bit later. Do you feel like uh, alopecia is deep enough, or not deep enough, ra- rather to?
4: Look, you and I talked about this pre-show.
7: Right. So that's why I want you to I want you to dive into that well, when me, you're ready. Let me. Yeah. S- I'll
4: say it right now before we go on the other side. Mm-hmm. Here, I, I wish y'all would stop calling alopecia like it's cancer. Y'all need to stop making the correlation like it's a, a, a disease that's going to take her life. Mm-hmm. We feel bad for her going through what she's going through. But correct me if I'm wrong. I just saw a couple months ago. She was on Instagram praising her bald head, giving love to herself, saying she loves her bald head.
7: I'll, I, I, did I'll you see into, that? I, I did not, but I'll go into that. Yeah, I'll
4: go into that. She loves her bald head. So <laughs> maybe Chris Rock knew she had a condition and then saw her saying that she loves her bald head, saying she's fair game then. How about that? But I everybody what, wants to speak for Jada.
7: Right. And we're, I think that's what we're all doing. But this is what I'll say for anyone who knows what it's like to overcome whatever it may be, some sort of uh, turmoil that you're going through. And you have to try to talk yourself through it and make yourself believe that it's better than what it is so that you can get over feeling the way that you feel about it. Maybe that's part of what she did. We don't know. Right. But we do know that uh, that alopecia is affecting her we do know that it's been traumatic for her because she's gone on she's talked about this publicly for a a long time and she's been she was wearing head wraps to try to cover Mm -hmm. it for a while turbans and a whole nine yeah so so alopecia may not be cancer but it could be it could be so um so it, it could affect you in such a way that it's really d- uh, like a, a traumatic thing to deal with, right?
4: Then, then one would, we're up against it. We're, yeah. Then one would think that she would articulate exactly what the parameters are when it comes to her and her condition. No, she's but a, who, who, are,
7: who are we to put that on on Jada? Then, we can't tell her, we can't dictate how she handles her own Then the uh,
4: public will make its own
7: rules. Well, but, but, which th- is exactly but that's, what's happened. That's not, a, but that's, that doesn't make it okay, though. You're a
4: public person, that's the way it goes down.
7: But that doesn't make it okay. Is I'm not what saying, we're saying it's
4: okay, but it's also not okay to put somebody's hands and on. And I you. never
7: said that was okay. I never said that was okay. What I said was that I understand that.
4: And I understand them making fun of her.
7: Okay, then that's fair. We both have opposing sides of it, and, and that's fair too.
4: I love this discussion. 1 800 920 1580, Danny Mo Show, KBLA. Y'all stay right there. From
3: Bakersfield to Los Angeles. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. The accident, guys. Injured
7: in a car accident or at work? Call the accident guys to speak with a real expert attorney for a free consultation.
3: Money, baby, game, game. Money, money,
7: money, money,
3: money, 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 money. Old money, money, money or new money. Either way, KBLA Talk 1580 has you covered. That's right, baby. Tune in weekdays to the Millionaires Roundtable with Lynn Richardson at 12 noon and keep it locked to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts. Weekdays at 1 p.m. It's the KBLA hey, talk, talk 1580 Midday Money Change. Hey, I need I need money. Money. At noon, Lynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family, one day, one dollar, and one dime at a time. At 1 p.m., Naja Roberts, the queen of crypto, is here to make sure you don't get pulled under by the rising tide of these new currencies. Old money or new money? We want your money to work harder for you than you did for it. Yeah, that's
4: what I'm talking about.
3: We want to help you make vertical and horizontal money. Money when you're standing up, and money when you're lying down. It's the KBLA Talk 1580 Midday Money Chain, the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson, weekdays at 12 noon. Followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts at 1 p.m. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. More yeah, money, I got your money, more money, money.
9: Good okay.
4: That track. Let that ride for a little bit, watch. But don't wanna lose good and don't come. You laying in the bed with your lover right now. Listening to that.
2: good. What I say?
4: Y'all gonna
2: make a baby tonight. I'm telling huh.
4: you. Go on, sing it, Queen. We gotta end the studio there. Hey, come on to Shana introduce us all to this track I think I know it was me cause uh, I never heard about beautiful this song actually was since she started her show and I said man I'm late to the game beautiful beautiful Queen's inside the building right now as well you're checking out the Danny Morrison show on KBLA Talk 1580 Miss Robin Ayers inside the ride report take it over Queen let's go
7: listen you guys I've known about first of all I just have to say, when I first heard that track, it stopped me in my tracks. Amazing. And when I tell you, because I, I consider myself a music connoisseur, you right. know what I'm saying? I, a vibe connoisseur, if you will. I and know, that true. is a vibe. And I said, who is this group? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 like I said, I stopped in my tracks and I went searching. I was like. James Davis, what? And then I have to tell you, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Davis as well. And so I was like, I was like even more connected. But right. anyway, uh, that's my, that's my backstory on that particular song. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm so excited tonight because you guys know at The Rob Report, we like to highlight uh, people and things and businesses and all of that good stuff that I think everyone else should know about. And tonight is no different. We have an amazing guest or two in yeah. the building. Uh, tonight we've got Jessica jessica quinn reynolds Amen. and her twin sister ray in the yes. building and these are uh, their twins from the group james davison i know we don't have your brother here and but get them
4: some love come on we got to right, get them some right. love I mean, oh we yes love. definitely because the they right are way. in the building tonight Amen. Amen. We gotta give y'all love today. Let's
10: yeah, go. it's so funny because I asked my sister to come with me. Yeah, you know, obviously just because we're twins, but of course, we're the group mm. and my brother doesn't even know that I'm here. Oh. So he's going to feel some Uh-oh. type of way. Shout out. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he's at the studio working. So, oh, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Well,
7: I have to tell you, um, when I started following you all actually on social media, I started following you because of your music. But then, uh, Jessica, I know we, we started building somewhat of a rapport on mm-hmm. social media as well. And I was like, you know what? It's far beyond the music. Mm-hmm. And I learned that, you know, spirit-wise, I was like, this is, she's like a kindred soul to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? And so I looked more into your story. Um, and then I found out you, you are just uber talented. Mm-hmm. Both of you are. All thank of you are. But you. Um, we we want to know more because you're mm-hmm. a child actress. Yes. Uh, y'all, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that classic holiday heart. You carried that movie, mm. and that actually uh, surprised me with the amazing Ving Rames and mm. Alfred Woodard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then to even further make it incredible, you dropped an ebook on on us. Yeah. Um, a girl, the girl from
10: the girl from holiday from heart. Holiday
7: heart. Wow. And I read that thing and I was and it. And it's so cool because it gives you the, the whole backstory on not only, um, how you got the role mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. but your story yes as well can you talk a little bit about number 1 your love i mean well you, i know you had a love for mm-hmm. um for uh acting, acting. Mm-hmm. And, and i still do and okay that's yeah, that's yeah. so good that's so good um i want you to talk more about that and we'll get into your music
10: from there absolutely so what's amazing is as a child and i put this in the ebook my mom convinced me that whatever i wanted i could have She Mm -hmm. told me that faith in Christ was the door. Let's go. Okay. So I'm a child on some whatever my mom says is true. That's right. So I had decided that I was going to be this famous singer. At seven years old, I was making people cry at singing. So I was never thinking about acting at all. Mm but I had a really big personality. Mm. Now I talk about why I had a big personality in my ebook yeah. because it was lovely, but it stemmed from something and mm. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Yeah, but my point is that big personality is how I got discovered by Alfred Woodard. And, mm. and she just was like, you need to just come to my screening Mm -hmm. I just want you to see. She didn't tell me she wanted me to get into acting. I didn't know what she was doing. Mm. But when I saw her on screen and I saw a young girl playing her daughter, based off what my mother told me, I said, oh, I'll be her daughter. Mm. I'm going to be her daughter in a movie. I didn't even want to act. I just wanted to be her daughter. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, yep, first movie ever I'm starring in a movie, a Showtime original, which turned into a BET classic. That's right. Yeah, and 20 years later, people are still looking. What happened to Nikki? What happened mm. to her? Where did she go? And to be honest, you know, there was a lot that was stolen from me based off trauma and unhealed trauma. Mm-hmm. Because we, let's just keep it a buck, it's new, to talk about mental health. Of you got course. That right. It, it is. is very new.
4: Five years maybe.
10: Maybe. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. then let's get even further. As black people, that's right. We don't therapy is not something that we you come on. That we grew up it talking is, about just, we didn't it just isn't.
7: It was go to church, it was pray come about on, it. Come exactly. on. Exactly. It wasn't on. no therapist involved.
10: Come on, mm. let's yeah. just be honest. Yeah. So part of my issue with that is if you're going to say I bind and I loose you have to carry the actual revelation of who Christ is so it can actually work. Mm. And if you don't got that, then that's not helping me.
2: Mm, and so,
10: so I stepped away yeah. from Christianity. I could never denounce Christ, mm-hmm. but I stepped away from church yeah. and went into this whole spiritual thing and got into some trouble. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. Hold yes, that. yes.
4: I, I want to hear that. Okay.
10: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm ready to cuddle up in bed and mama,
10: <laughs> mama tell
4: you, sir. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves going into this break here. What, what's your
10: name again? So I am Jessica Quinn Reynolds.
4: And you are? And I just go by Ray. Just oh, excuse Ray. me. Ms. Yeah, me. okay. Ray, that's enough. She, yeah,
10: that's she that's said, enough. said, I'm like
4: Madonna. Yeah. I'm on there. <laughs> there you go. Inside it the is. Ride Report, inside the Danny Moe Show, KBLA Talk 1580. Y'all stay right there.
3: From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, From to nighttime. Nighttime. like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to The Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580.
4: Also inside the Rye Report now, we are joined by James Davis. And they are uh, an R&B trio based right here in Los Angeles. And we got the twins inside the building right now. We got hey Jess now. and Ray Reynolds hey up in now. here. Hey. 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 Hey.
7: We know that your brother is in the studio right now yes, holding it is. down for the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I want to know more. We we started to get more into your acting uh, mm-hmm. where and where that led to mm-hmm. It, even in your journey as it is right now yes. can you talk a little bit more about
10: some of what you used to go through yes. and what people could actually expect if they do read your ebook yes okay so i feel like i gave a lot away not too much detail already But The ebook is a short read I wanted everybody To get through it quickly So mm-hmm. I gave detail But I didn't really expound Too much on everything But I told everything Yeah mm-hmm. So But where we left off Was just about how I had walked away from church Never from Christ But in my head I had compartmentalized You know And I walked away from church mm-hmm. Started learning about Spiritual things From spiritual people And then it just Opened up a door Because the spirit realm Is real mm-hmm. And there's light and dark And it just is what it is That's right You know everybody has their own beliefs but i had the experiences yeah. so i went um and i don't want to tell too much cuz i do want you guys to go get the book it's <laughs> you know but yeah. i will say this i am back home and all of the things that i was dealing with as black people, we usually don't, well, maybe now we do, like we said off air. Mm-hmm. Now we do. Yeah. Maybe in the last five years. But it's not, we don't talk about trauma and the way it actually affects us. And a lot of people have become hard or strong because mm-hmm. of trauma and they glorify it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, it ought not be that way. Mm-hmm. You know? So my ebook is about real breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Not, not, uh... I'm telling my story because it's something to talk about and I'm just being strong. No, no. What I have written about is real trauma that I no longer even have to meditate to release. I wake up and go about my day as though I never experienced trauma. And that's because Christ Jesus lives Mm -hmm. and his power is Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. And when you find a church or a man of God that actually understands spiritual truths and operates in the power, that is what you get yeah he lives Mm -hmm. well i
7: can tell you what i don't i don't even i don't care how much you talk about it right now Mm -hmm. people still need to read the e-book and i don't think that even what you say right now Mm -hmm. um if if they do read when you guys do read the e book, mm-hmm. um, they're still gonna learn more. Absolutely. They're still gonna feel more. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And
10: it, I am writing another book to give more detail and to add in the things I didn't add in. Mm, so you're right. That's but good. one of the I get where you're going and one of the main things I can talk about I guess is anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say even now it's like uh I, don't, I mean, no disrespect, but it's kind of cliche to talk about anxiety. Mm. Like, oh, I get anxiety, or that gives me anxiety. Yes. Okay, yeah, baby. Yeah. Until you are in front of everybody and you don't know what you're doing or saying, and you can't catch your breath, mm. and, and your heart is racing, and now you don't know, you can't even feel your own skin. Mm. No, it's not about just get over anxiety. Yeah. Stop. You don't understand the different levels. Yeah. And so now I'm free from that without any medicine. And without any therapy, I'm free because I found a church, Revelation Church, mm-hmm. in Simi Valley mm. that operates in the power of God. Wow. You know? Yeah. So, mm. yeah. One
7: thing that I love right now is that you exude exactly what you're talking about. That's I right. mean, I yeah. feel it mm. in here. you, you It's I, tangible in this thank, room The thing is tangible. You. That's, it, when, it, when it becomes, and I, I like that you use that word, Danny, because um, no matter what you say words in a, in the presence within those words mm become Mm -hmm. tangible Mm -hmm. it's like me walking into that room when i met the two of you Mm -hmm. when you first got here it was a tangible feeling Mm -hmm. feeling just a Mm -hmm. feeling and and so what i'm saying is you sitting here telling your story i know it's real Mm -hmm. i know and we and we know we talk about this all the time we talk about god and Mm -hmm. church you know on on this uh show yeah we talk about the church for sure oh we talk about the church (laughs) Uh, we go in on the church now um um and i love that you have your experience and i love that um like i said it's just it's exuding off of you and and moving on further into the journey i um, maybe that's even why you can feel what you feel when you, when we listen to your music mm. maybe that's a part of why we feel it you it know makes sense. yeah it does and mm. so without giving too much away cuz i know mm. this is uh you were talking about this in the ebook as well i'm i was shocked to learn that you never had any experience in in acting before because such a yo- what? What age were you when I was you? eleven years old? Wow! To mm-hmm. be eleven years old, mind blowing. Mm-hmm. The and, way that you that you th- and get that
4: gig
2: it, right. For the first right. One. Come on
7: now, that says a whole okay. lot. That that's says a whole lot. Tell that's what that is. yeah,
10: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you you had to go
7: through a few audition processes to oh, get that too role. Too many. Did you too really? many.
10: Oh my goodness! It was so many, so many. Like oh, wow! It was like yes, auditions within auditions, but it was rounds. Mm. Yeah. As well, you know, yeah. it was no joke, yeah. But and again, because I was so new to it, I didn't know really what all was. I just was like, okay, let's go, yeah, let's just mm-hmm. let's go, you know.
7: Which is, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, that just blew my mind, <laughs> really. Um, just learning about that process <laughs> and the fact that you still beat out all of them with <laughs> your <laughs> natural gift, yeah. but it's some there's some sort of understanding. I feel like, uh, you know, I, I say this about my you know, I have twins as well. I told hey, you both, hey. I have 15 year old <laughs> twins, and um, one specifically, my, my daughter. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I feel like kind of was here before, or she mm-hmm. has another spiritual understanding mm-hmm. or something that's mm-hmm. that's unexplainable. Mm-hmm. But you kind of remind me of that. My mom used to
10: always say that. Did yeah. she really? Yeah, it's funny because. Everybody that was, I put this in the book, but Mm -hmm. it's cool. Everybody that was in the audition, my very first one, they came out. Mind you, we're there like for hours. No one came out. They came out to come talk to my mom. Like, hold on. Mm. who, What? (laughs) You know? Yeah, Yeah. And I will say, I had this, like I said earlier, I just had this belief that I wasn't doing it on my own. My mom told me that Christ would help me, and He would just make things work. And as a kid, I just believed it, right? And so I just went into everything, every audition, every you know, other stuff that I put in in, in the book, yeah, knowing that it wasn't just me, you know. Mm. But I did. I just had this understanding. I don't know. You know that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it away. But there's mm-hmm. a
7: practice that your mom had with the, with the three yes. of you that yes. I was like, I'm going to do that Absolutely. with my kids. Absolutely. I'm not going to tell. You I will not gonna ruin gonna keep it. Keep that secret. You, you got go to go ahead my... and
10: get the download <laughs> that ebook. Go ahead and purchase that ebook. It is so good. You could. I don't mind. I'll share it. Please share do. That. Come on. Please okay. Do. So my mom had all three of us lay on the ground. And she would walk around us and she would make us visualize what we wanted, whatever, whatever we wanted, no limitations. And then she would quote the scriptures, you know, all of them. But her favorite one was, I believe it was Mark eleven twenty four. 24, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and so she would just say it walking around us and. My sister, of course, would listen and do it. My brother would listen and do it. But I would just be, I was obsessive. Okay. (laughs) I was like, oh, hold on. You mean anything? Okay, bet. And I would just get lost in it, you know. And so then it showed up in that way for my my life as a kid. Like even at nine. Yes. It's so real. And the thing that's crazy is the world, which is fine, but the world is taking what my father put in place for his kids let's go and trying to cut off the source of it and say that they are the source Mm. it's wild to Mm. me whether you believe in jesus or not you don't even know what the universe looks like for real how are you the one that created it you are not god now is god standing and dwelling on the inside of me the king of glory absolutely Mm -hmm. yes yes by reason of jesus I'm not the creator. Mm. You get what I mean? Mm. So let me stop because I do this. I always tell Sorry, him, bring, bring me, me back. Pass
4: the offering tray I
10: might
4: you know, <laughs> put a five in there. What's your brother. cash app? <laughs> <mean, laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, We beat tonight, bro. Oh,
10: my goodness.
4: I'm just soaking well, it all in. Go ahead. Well, you guys
7: are listening to The Raw Report, and we are sitting here with uh, the beautiful Jessica Quinn Reynolds and her twin sister, mm-hmm. Ray of James Davis, and I'm so happy to have you guys here. Um, I wanted to talk about something that – Maybe, 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 because let's move into music a little bit, because, Ray, I do want you to touch this mic. I mean, now, listen, I know she wasn't trying to give us nothing, but I'm just going to pull you in a little bit. But, Jessica, I wanted to ask you a little something, and I'm going to read this. I'm not good. This is not giving anything away from the ebook, but I'm going to read this. Mm -hmm. At one point, you said, I dealt with imposter syndrome, Mm -hmm. so I never really gave myself credit, but I was always relieved that something made me feel, something made me valuable to people that Mm -hmm. I couldn't even feel.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: One of my favorite topics of all time is imposter syndrome, mm. because I, I, I talked about this on the sure show. I, I did. I had a whole segment on yeah, imposter yeah. syndrome and who feels it, why we feel it, and um, how we can even master getting over it. Mm-hmm. So my goodness, this is so funny that you that that I read that and I was like, whoa, this is this is powerful. So I know you felt it back then, mm-hmm. as a as a as a group member, and now you you guys have traveled mm-hmm. and you've done so much. Incredible music. I have a playlist with James Davis. When I tell you I'm a for real fan Ooh. of the music, I'm not even kidding with you. Like is this beautiful. is it is a vibe and, mm-hmm. and it's something that I can't really describe. And um it, it it gives me it gives me everything that I need to that I need to you know receive. I and that. so I, I appreciate the music. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if you if that has transferred imposter syndrome, if if you've transferred that feeling. Um, or if it's followed you over into music at now as a musical artist, if you feel um, that does that does that still peak its ugly head? It sometimes?
10: absolutely did. Mm. Absolutely. In yeah. everything, in everything. The thing that's so wild is that when and I'm bringing up my church again, but the, you can't deal with things that you can see right mm-hmm. when, when you can see it for real and clearly from the place of truth you can't deal with it so it'll try to rear its little head and immediately i'll see it and like oh i see you mm. and then it has no power you know what i mean but but uh. but again th- this is something that i tried to get rid of with meditation i tried to get rid of with therapy i didn't even know what it was mm-hmm. i never heard of no imposter syndrome yeah you know so again I'm going to be honest with you, because I've spent so much money trying to get rid of things the traditional medical way and it not work. Mm -hmm. I don't see how you can get rid of these things. Mm. My belief in just regular, I I don't have any in it because it didn't work. And I tried for years. So, again, it's not, in my personal opinion, imposter syndrome is not something you ever just get rid of. It it just, it is what it is. You have to be alert and aware of it. And even still, you choose to not deal with it. I'm talking about from before, mm-hmm. not now. Mm-hmm. you you i what I would do is I'd get on stage, feeling like I'm not as great as I am, mm-hmm. feeling like no one would notice, feeling all these feelings, and then I would just choose. On on the days that I was good, I would choose to ignore it. Robin, I yes, think right. for the
4: audience, you should describe exactly what imposter syndrome and is because I, I think some are people, oh. some people may be confused on what exactly. Okay, it is.
7: I was I was actually just getting ready to do that, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that you uh, that you talked about it. I'm actually going to give you guys the definition that uh, that I found um, on because I can describe it. I try to describe it to people, but. I'm, I'm going to give you the actual definition mm-hmm. that uh, that I find. It says a group of symptoms which consistently occur together or a condition characterized by a set of associated feelings or sy- symptoms. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. A characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behavior. That's not even it. So I'm going to give right. you my definition. Right. <laughs> I don't know where yeah, I found that of other of. definition <laughs> before.
4: Exclusive raw report <laughs> yeah, the, definition.
7: Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Let me give it to you real quick like this. All right. <laughs> so imposter syndrome, um, I, I love what you just said when you get on stage feeling like it's a feeling of I can't why would people listen to me Mm -hmm. am I valuable enough am I good enough Um, I'm not I'm not uh, I don't have the the credits I don't have the right um, proper knowledge like I'm gonna give you my example I didn't go to a a four year university Mm -hmm. I um, to get where I am in communications and journalism I don't have the background I don't have the accreditation so it's like Am I supposed to be here? Are people going to believe that I'm, you know, are they going to find out that I don't deserve this or belong here? You know what else? Uh I'm fooling them. I'm fooling them. I'm fooling them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jessica, Mm -hmm. for jumping on in here and giving me, helping me with the definition because this is really, it's real. It's real. Mm -hmm. And and what we were talking about on that segment of imposter syndrome, this was just last week, I believe, is that so many people feel this, Mm -hmm. even the highest of the highest successful people. I was bringing up Michelle Obama, who's, what'd you say? Here you go. Will Smith will oh, Lord.
4: <laughs> beautiful in here. This is beautiful in here, isn't it? Don't you love the beautiful colors in here? It's just beautiful.
7: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I'm just saying.
7: <laughs> so, so many people, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and uh, Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, we went on and on and talking about the quotes that people had regarding imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So no matter how successful you are, you always question whether you are um, qualified. Enough, or mm-hmm. have enough talent, or if people are going to figure out that you don't belong there, mm-hmm. and so, um, so that's that's the that's the raw definition mm-hmm. um, of of imposter syndrome. It's so true, though. But you said it does; it, it mm-hmm. has followed you into uh, into your.
10: It absolutely your did. Career. I'm only, I would say, ten months free of that.
7: Mm-hmm. It, it
10: followed me my whole life. So it's so you're saying that it still
7: comes up, but you choose, you identify it when it happens. And you- no,
10: I'm sorry. That's what I would do when I had to get on stage. Because remember, in the in the ebook, I say I would have moments where I'd be okay or yeah. strong, right? Yeah. And in the moments where I was decent, I could see it and go, "Okay, wait a minute. The Lord is with me, and I'm not. Nah, this isn't real." And I could, I could uh, deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so now. The worst that happens is a thought. It won't, but it won't trickle down into a feeling. Mm. It won't even, I won't carry it. And like this is that. something I did not think was possible. Cause like I said, I yeah. spent all the money and time. It didn't work. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it, this worked. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> i like what
7: she just said you said it was uh, its a thought yeah definitely <laughs> mm. a thought but it doesn't trickle down into a feeling anymore now now but
10: it always did
7: it did it and did i previously. thought i'd
10: always have to deal with it mm. even knowing the lord i thought i would always have to deal with most of that
7: well you're gonna put that in your next book mm-hmm. because we're gonna read that and um and, and help people figure out
10: absolutely how to
7: conquer this imposter syndrome absolutely. and much more we will be back
4: in a couple minutes here with the incomparable <laughs> James Davis <laughs> hey. inside the studio right now. Two beautiful queens hey. have come inside the Danny Moe Show. You guys want to join in the discussion, you know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Mm-hmm. James Davis inside the Raw Report. Danny Morrison Show. This is KBLA Talk 1580 right now. This is also news and traffic. Stay right there. Nighttime is the right time
3: for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. Right. Now back to more of The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.
4: Who is live in studio right now Danny Mo Show, KVLA Talk 1580 You're also inside the Ride Report Talking to these two beautiful queens Who are not only in there sharing their story with us But also preaching at the same time
7: <laughs> Yes Won't
4: Make your brother want to go to church tonight hey, After listening yeah, to these queens
7: Yeah. <laughs> seriously, I, I was just saying One hour is never enough I mean, sometimes we have just amazing guests Who we want to go on and on and on with And you guys are here in studio We appreciate you both coming in tonight. Um, we have to talk about this music. All yes. right. We have to talk about music because I know you guys have fans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even in me. You have hey, a fan man. in me. And a new
4: fan in me. Hey. I know, that's right.
7: That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Um, now, I know you started singing first, Jessica. You yes. two are twins, Ray Absolutely. and Jessica, but mm-hmm. you started singing first. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about that journey and then how, was it your sister? Was it your brother who came along next?
10: It's so funny because... I started singing professionally at nine years old. I was offered my first record deal at nine years old. And my brother and my sister, they were, like, my brother was into sports. He was so, so good. Mm -hmm. And my sister was great at everything she did. Academics, (laughs) sports, everything, right? And after I did all that I was doing, up until I would say, what, how old would you say, 17, 16? actually 17 17 i just i stopped from all of that right and it was my sister who convinced me to join her after i convinced her because i caught her singing in the bathroom and writing she's prolific as a writer and she could talk for
9: herself come Hello. on ray let's let's get yeah. yeah. that Reload. microphone let's get I on think, that mic I think,
4: here's the thing. pull
9: that mic to you quinn oh, okay um you have twins Right. yes okay, I have twins. So we're twins. The thing about being a twin is you want to have your own identity yeah because we're not identical but we were always compared. It's just hard not to you're twins yep. right mm-hmm. So Jess was a singer and that's where where it was mm-hmm. and I could do a lot of things and was great at it, but I didn't have a passion for anything okay. but I loved music. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what I wanted to do in it. I would go to her studio sessions and that's where we met Harold Lilly. And he, I'm watching him write music. And I said, oh, that's what I want to do. Mm. He writes the music, arranges the music. i was like, oh, that's what I want to do. So I decided I wanted to be a songwriter. Mm-hmm. So I was writing and singing, but it was mainly for me. And also, I was like, if people are going to know that I'm trying to sing too, I need to be great. Ooh, got it. That was my issue. It was like, yeah. I'm not about to come in here and be like, oh, <laughs> I want to sing. No, <laughs> I needed to make sure that I was actually good before I like stepped into it because I loved it so much. And the thing is, like, I I didn't want to fail because yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. So she, yeah, she is the one that convinced me. And when she stopped, I was like, um yeah, hey, I need you. Mm-hmm. So all those times that I showed up for you when you were when you were singing, <laughs> I need you to show up for me. And she yeah. guilted me into it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, Hold I, that I mic to you, Quinn. Oh, we and did, uh, what was it? Hmm. The
10: open mics. The open mics she would do. I was starting mm-hmm. to do. Op-
9: we, we were in, uh, living in Woodland Hills at the time in like the Panga Canyon. Yeah. And, and I do more, I guess you would say, like more alternative rock naturally. Mm-hmm. And so I'm around all these. People was like white Jesus <laughs> dude. That, she's and, so awesome, yeah, dude. No, like, so, and it's like, this it's black like, girl you know,
4: comes in, now, she's now, so cool, now, dude. I swear, it's
9: like, oh my god, Ray, your voice is just like so no, like, that's how it was. let <laughs> you know, it was, you, it know, was they such su- a you thing. know, they sound like, yeah. it. and then, and then I remember I got one hater, just one, and he was like, I mean, I mean, we get it, she's Mariah Carey, and I'm like, no, <laughs> not even
2: what? Like, no. Oh, wow, yeah,
9: but what, but what, I had just come with me to open mics, and I was like, yo, like, I love this. So I picked up the guitar and was like, that's right. Yeah. And I think, remember the first song I did where you I was like, was Too Late. I
2: it's Too Late? Room.
9: Mm-hmm. I don't, that's how, how did I, it go? Oh, that's your first? <laughs> Look at yeah. it. That's our <laughs> that's that's first f- record. Yeah, the first
10: you. song I wrote, that you wrote on the guitar. But was... you know who we need to shout out? Ooh. Even though that's your first song, yes. You, y'all know Leon Ware. I don't know. Leon oh, Ware, the greatest writer. No, just like but, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, Michael Jackson, Jackson Five, Marvin Gaye, Gay, his whole "I Want You Out," like it, Leon Leon okay. yeah, okay. so, She ended up working with Leon.
9: Wow. So
10: to me, that's when she came into. Well, no,
9: because he's the one. I'll never like. Mm-hmm. I, I say this in every interview we do. He's the one that told me. One, you're great. Mm-hmm. But also, you're great and don't let anybody mess with you. Me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because I would, okay. I would go into situations where, and then I'm a young artist too, and I'm female, just as what it is. I would go in with these older producers, known mm-hmm. producers. Yeah. And they would try to change, like, even my tone. Like, like and just put all this stuff on my voice and, like, change my music. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 you, you don't let any, anyone. I, he, he, he cussed a lot. He, <laughs> he, like, he said, you don't let anybody effort your music. Yeah. And that was my... My slogan. So I I literally started writing music, picked up the guitar, played guitar, Mm
2: -hmm.
9: learned how to produce my own records, Mm -hmm. learned how to record myself. Because Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, if you're going to do this, own it. I want to be self-sufficient.
2: Facts. The thing
9: about it, too, is something to talk
10: about. That's one of our biggest. That's the one that charted. mm -hmm. She wrote that. And, did you realize? Yeah, yeah. And then and so we have two uh YouTube videos that have over a million and this is without much push. Yeah. And she is the one that wrote she wrote and produced Evergreen, which is the second.
7: Wow. Love yeah, that like one. she is, yeah. yeah.
10: And don't get me wrong, my brother is a genius as well. Yeah. But the but for James Davis, she's the one that did that.
7: Well, let me also say I'm so glad that he gave you that advice, Ray, because mm-hmm. your um <laughs> first of all your pen game is is, oh, is, is, on, is next level. Thank but you. your your style and your voice is insane oh, to insane. me. Like it is unbelievably dope to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um just everything. So I, I love that you took on that position of I'm gonna be great. If I do this, I'm a really go in. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the in Jessica, the fact that she pulled you in and you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You were there for me. I'ma show up for you. Actually. And the sound that you all uh have together i wish her brother was here to give mm-hmm. his his take on it mm-hmm. because he has a whole other sound he does, that yeah. he adds to um it sounds like an island sound almost yeah. that's deep yeah it's it, and it's and it's so it's a trip because um i was i was thinking how do i want to even introduce you guys mm-hmm. you really can't even put them into a category well, that is so that's, true. That's, that's
9: intended though funny. that's intended yeah, that was it, intended the thing is when we first started we were a production company we just wanted to write and mm-hmm. we were called no labels just music mm-hmm. we weren't bound I by like gen- we weren't mm-hmm. bound by genre and mm-hmm. this is before alternative r&b was pinned like yeah. when we first got signed they didn't know what genre to call us mm-hmm. and like I, you'll hear me in interviews all the time uh do you like it i don't care what you call it <laughs> yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying, yeah. like because there are so many influences. We are listening to Dylan and Kings of Leon and mm. Marvin Gaye and Sade mm-hmm. and Tina Turner and yeah. Aretha yeah. and Aretha mm-hmm. and she
4: has on an ACDC
9: t-shirt exactly right. yeah. you know what yep. I'm saying the Stones Fleetwood Mac like we, we grew up listening to that. I yes. talked to dad Yesterday, which is hilarious, we don't talk that much. Okay, but like we're no legit. We're we're good though. I just mean like y'all we don't talk see, like every day. Y'all no. should no. see the
4: facial expressions.
9: Right he, we were t- we, I
4: surprised.
2: <laughs> I talked to Daddy yesterday.
9: So, I know, I know, I know. No, <laughs> <just nice>. Surprise. <laughs> so I
4: had. <laughs> yes. I smell a fight coming. No, we got a fight right into to um... you. <laughs> We got something to talk about too we... Oh my
10: god, <laughs> that was not me almost choking on my water.
7: Wait. He needs to be a comedian. No, that
4: I tell him that, that is no good. Princess.
9: We got some right <laughs> but, now. Let's go. Uh, he she was just kills. saying how I always gravitated to the type of music that I'm doing now. Like mm-hmm. I just released a single, just to, just because I wanted to, mm-hmm. and it's more on the rock side. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You always gravitated to that." I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, I gravitated to everything." I said, "But that's just that felt like that sound felt like home to me. Mm-hmm. The way her sound feels like home to her mm-hmm. and my brother. But it's always about the record. You say he sounded like Island or whatever. Yeah, that's because." That was the record mm. You know what I'm saying Like it's, it's never about Who's singing Who's the leader, whatever mm-hmm. What makes the record The best yeah. What's so funny Is she used to want me To do all the lead On all the James
10: Davis songs And you already know What I was dealing with mm-hmm.
5: You already yeah. know What I was dealing mm-hmm. with So yeah. I
10: was like Take it I had so much faith in it No take the lead go ahead and like we're now on tour and of course we add more parts for me to to you know perform live but she's leading the songs mm-hmm. the 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 twin that was never the singer is the lead basically oh, of the group that, that was insane that's what it ended up being it was beautiful to see
4: i got a question on the other side we are uh, mm-hmm. when we come forward we will continue the conversation with james davis mm-hmm. boy rye you knocked it out the park that mm-hmm. game. You, you batting a thousand i swear one 800 1580 james davis inside the danny mo show y'all stay there
3: From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From middays to nighttime. nighttime. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk
5: 1580. 1580.
3: You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580.
4: 1580. Our remaining moments with James Davis. Rod, take it over. Come on.
7: Oh, my goodness. I I always say it's not enough time. One hour goes by so fast. Uh, We've got Jessica Quinn Reynolds and Ray in the building with us from James James Davis. First of all, how did y'all get the name James Davis? Y'all want
9: to talk about that? (laughs) It's a family name. It's a family name. James is on my dad's side. All the men on that side have that as a middle name, including Mm -hmm. our brother, James. And then Davis is my mother's maiden name.
7: Very powerful. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Where where can we where can we go from here? Because you guys are, have already have a, a ton of beautiful music that you've put out. You have a ton of fans, and I know you've done a lot in your career. But where does it go from here? Especially Jessica, you have a new journey, a new spiritual journey that mm-hmm. you're on. It's
10: not even just a spiritual journey; it's your right. life. Right. So where does music take you from here? It's so crazy because every day we get hit up by people finding our music, and we haven't even released music since what 2019. Right before everything, yeah. Yeah. And so, we've been knowing we need to do something, and I had suggested that we do a farewell album. Mm. But now, everything's being, what we said off air, everything's being revived. Mm. And so, to be honest with you, I can say we have something coming now.
7: Mm -hmm. You know
10: what I mean? And I don't know that it's a farewell. (sighs) You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I hope it's not a farewell. I right. think it's a
4: hello. It's
7: a hello. hello. Ray, Ray. Uh, and, and how about you? What what do you have coming
9: up? Um, So I, I'm working on a solo project right now. Mm-hmm.
4: And Is it going to be rock? Tell me it, it's rock. Yeah. Come on, way. let's yeah. go. All the way. Let's All the right.
9: <laughs> way. Yeah, I'm working with some dope people, and um, we're putting it together. Um, I released my first single, what? In February called nice. I'm not feeling alright It was like the first record I did during the pandemic mm-hmm. And so yeah like my brother's Working on his project too so mm-hmm. But no we have James Davis stuff coming Alright like, very yeah. cool mm-hmm. We excited about that where can we find you Okay so
10: My personal page is Jess underscore Q Underscore R that's on Instagram Wait, One more time Lord <laughs> yeah, like, I'm to call Jesus name right it, now with that. One more time So <laughs> it's G- <laughs> Jess J E S S J E S S underscore mm-hmm. Q for Quinn mm-hmm.
9: underscore R for Reynolds and that's my main Instagram that page. That
4: is too complicated. What about your Quin- <laughs>
9: twin? <laughs> Mine is um Ray Reynolds. It's R E Y R E Y N S on IG and then James Davis one word. That's our Ben page on IG. One word. Thank well, listen, James Davis <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> um, James
7: Davis is amazing. Jessica, Ray, yes. you're both amazing. Thank you so shout much for coming out in to today. my
10: sister for coming in. She didn't yeah. want to. I did not want to do this by myself. Yeah. I had so much fun. And shout out to my baby brother. He's doing his thing in the studio right now. Yes. And thank you guys so much. Yes. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you. We Fantastic
4: appreciate you. Fantastic Raw Report tonight. Yeah. We get back into Will and Chris Rock on the other side. You inside the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> we got a lot
3: to talk KBLA about. KBLA 1580
5: Santa Monica. There's plenty to do for the entire family, even night skiing. Brianhead is closer than you think. So plan your ski and snowboard adventure at BrianHead.com. That's BrianHead.com. All
11: real heads know what time it is with this. Excuse me. Now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? Why do you believe police brutality continues to exist in this country? Do you believe it to be a systemic problem or should we judge police misconduct on a case-by-case basis and what's your opinion on the best course of action to solve the problem well you've come to the right place you're listening to la's all-new progressive talk radio station of the people by the people and for the people it's kbla talk 1580 and we've got you covered around the clock racism we don't
4: hate white people we hate the oppressor whether he be white
11: black brown or yellow we got you Progressive politics, we got you. Health and wellness education, we have you covered. You gotta be kidding me. A black-owned and operated, evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Welcome home, L.A. Yeah, we're all in this together. It's KBLA Talk 1580, broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Leimert Park. We've got a lot to talk about.
0: We are going to have to fight... We're going to have to struggle. We're
4: going to have to struggle relentlessly to bring about the peace. Excuse me. Now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? What image comes to mind when you hear the word homeless? Do you believe it to be a big city urban problem? A problem that only affects cities like Los Angeles and New York City that have been inundated with panhandlers and tent encampments. But what causes one to become homeless? And what strategies could be implemented to assist in helping people achieve and maintain housing stability? And do you believe having access to affordable housing should be a right in this country? Well, you've come to the right place. You're listening to L.A.'s all-new Progressive Talk radio station. Of the people, by the people, for the people. KBLA Talk 1580, and we got you covered round the clock. Racism. We don't hate white people, we hate the oppressor, whether he be white, black, brown, or yellow. We got you. Miseducation. We got you. Gun violence. We have you covered. That you dig what I'm saying? A black-owned and operated, evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Welcome home, Welcome LA. home L.A. We're all in this together. This is KBLA Talk 1580, broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s la Merla part.
3: We got a lot to talk about.
4: Everything would be alright if everything was put back in the hands of the people.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach. Bring, Bring it out heat. heat. Uh, that's my can joint. You can you feel that? Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that? that? Can you feel Jig uh. it out. Uh. uh. Here I am in the place where I come, let go. In Miami, the base, and the sunset low. Every day, like a Mardi Gras. Everybody party all day. No work, all play. Okay? Okay. So we sip a little something, we'll leave the rest to spill. Me and Charlie at the bar, running up a high bill. Nothing less than ill. When we dress to kill, every time the ladies pass, they be like, I hey, all ages and races, real uh, sweet faces Different uh, uh, different nations, uh, Spanish, Haitian, uh, Indian, uh, Jamaican Black, white, white Cuban,
4: white. or Asian uh, uh. I only came for two days to play it But every James time I come Davison I always dancing. I this the type of town I can spend a few days Miami, in Miami, yeah, the city that keeps the, the roof Queens All night on the beach Welcome to Miami Talking about the Danny Moses Show KBLA Talk 1580 just uh, took some snaps with James Davis. we running all over the studio, dancing and everything. These two beautiful queens coming up in here with that great conversation inside the ride Report. What a bomb night tonight. Phone lines have been hot all night long. I appreciate y'all hanging in with your boy. You know, your boy's nighttime now. Just the fact that y'all stay up the way that you do means absolutely everything to me. As a matter of fact, we ain't going to make her wait no longer. Venti Mocha calling all the way from Nashville on the phone. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, Queen.
6: Five, nine, Mocha, and um, Tennessee.
4: Ah, Tennessee. Drop that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right, now, Venti, come on now. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. assuming we're going to agree tonight. I think we are. <laughs> come on.
6: Okay, listen. Do not cut me off if, we, if I have something that I've said that you've mentioned in your monologue. Yes, we have agreed on a lot, except mega churches, but I digress. Okay. Thank you. My issue with this is Chris was very professional. He showed us a distinct difference of a man versus a male. Mm. Um, what I saw was what I saw in him was what Mrs. Obama said. It's best when they go low, we go high. Right. Um, he hasn't pressed charges, but that doesn't mean that the district attorney still can't do their job in arresting or bringing charges for this witness
4: crime yeah we all saw it
6: <laughs> right. right so just because charges haven't been pressed you know by him I'm like do your job um, I don't know if a lot of people know but in 2020 um, Chris was interviewed for an article he has nonverbal learning disorder so that affects his social cues um, where he, he's good at comedy but it affects his relationships. My mm. thing is, Will was wrong, and there's no justification for it. Sorry, Robin, we usually agree, but I am a black woman that I want an emotionally intelligent man. Mm. I don't want a man that has to use his hands to protect me. Come on. Robin, please So respond. my thing is, if you're my man, protect me by not cheating. Protect me by going to therapy. Protect me by leaving a financial inheritance. Protect me by being consistent, consistently moral and step up on your emotional IQ and actively participate in raising kids. You ain't got to put your hands on somebody for something that somebody verbally
7: said. Mm. Okay. Oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, and it's fair. All All of you who stand with that, that's absolutely fair. And what I'm trying to say to you is that It's not, again, I can say this over and over again. It's not that I condone what he did. What I said is that I understand what he did. And I think for, uh, what is it? 30-some-odd years of, of mm-hmm. Will's career that he has used his emotional inte- intelligence. And I think that what we've seen uh, from Will Smith is that classic Will Smith laugh, that laugh-off that he does. Mm-hmm. Hurt, mm-hmm. humiliated, all of these different things, he'll laugh it off. That's what he's, that's what he's good at. And I think, actually, that's what mm-hmm. we saw when the cameras panned to Jada and yeah. Will. We saw mm-hmm. that uncomfortable right. laugh or that, that Will Smith laugh. And two things. I was trying to say this earlier, but... I didn't understand initially the the G.I. Jane joke. I didn't get it mm-hmm. off top. Then I was like, "Oh, it's when I when I when I fully understood it was because Demi Moore was bald." And I'm like, "Oh, I put it together." I'm not so mm-hmm. sure that Will even got it. I don't know if he fully first understood the joke right off, and maybe that's why he laughed. It's either he didn't understand it, or number two, he um, he was doing the Will thing. He was yeah. doing the Will Smith thing and, and trying yeah. to once again laugh it off. But it's not until he sees Jada or something that we did not see behind the camera. We did not see it. The cameras turned away and went back to Chris Rock. We don't know if Jada started to tear up. We don't know if Jada just still had an upset uh, look on her face. And maybe that's what sparked uh, the, the anger in Will. We don't know what exactly happened. All we know is that whatever it was, pushed him to the limit where he went up there where nothing else mattered. Again, it's not that I condone that because from Chris Rock's standpoint, I – this is a man who I actually feel. I don't think that he was right for for the joke. I don't think that was right.
6: But what if he was reading teleprompters written by Jewish <laughs> yeah, he writers?
7: Was, well, well, there were there were Whoa, it, there were, <laughs> there were had, two there were there's, the left turn. there's two uh, <laughs> there's two writers on the staff who I know personally. Two two are black that I know personally. One I don't know who I'm gonna find out, but I don't know who wrote the joke. One of one of the writers apparently this is alleged. One of the writers mm-hmm. wrote the joke, right? And so Chris Rock said whatever the jo- whatever the joke was. But if he did in fact know that Jada was uh, that she had this condition, he's Chris Rock. He should have pushed back.
4: It doesn't matter who wrote it. He said it. He and said he it. He agreed and it, to say it.
7: Exactly. So if he knew that she had a condition, that he he should have pushed back and said, "I'm not going to do it," or um or, or <laughs> he, so he could have done that, but still even when I look at what Chris Rock went through you know being slapped and humiliated on national television mm-hmm. it's not that he deserved that I felt bad for him and right. I think that he does deserve an apology a public apology I think he even deserved more than what Will Smith gave as a as a statement written yes, I think that state- he deserves a, a a video or some sort of live but I'm gonna
4: get into that in the seven series in a second yes yeah, so
7: I do think that he should do more of uh, you know something further than that so uh, this is this is not me saying Chris deserved what he got i'm saying chris chris did something that i that i didn't agree with and it made me understand the level of of uh deep deep anger deep frustration that will expressed it made me understand that and then furthermore furthermore when when the camp the next time we saw jada and she and Uh we saw her uh and will getting that uh that award I saw something in Jada I don't think I've ever seen. What is that? And it was a look of my my knight in shining armor. It was a look of like that's my king. She's, She's like I got my.
4: She said I got my Tupac Shakur back. Look at this.
7: Don't get me stuck. come on,
4: y'all know there's a correlation now, don't y'all leave me at it by myself. Y'all know there's a correlation up in here. We gonna we gonna get into that. Okay. I'm just am <laughs> I'm, da- I'm just saying, you know. I mean, Will Smith said himself that he was he was uh uh really jealous of her relationship with Tupac the entire time. He said that himself, so I don't know.
7: So, what, are you saying that he did that so that he he could be looked at as a Tupac?
4: We'll get into that in the seventh series.
7: <laughs> Venti, uh, anything else before I let you go? Thank you so much, Venti. We appreciate you for uh, for calling. And and, and oh, again, we
6: love you guys.
7: We love I you think, too. Oh. And-
6: Uh huh. What
7: you gonna say? I was just gonna say, um, even the even the uh, the the opposing side of things. I appreciate that even, and this is just a conversation of right uh, of our opinions. It doesn't mean anything. And I told myself before I came in today, just as a quick note, that I wasn't. I'm not attached to this. Okay, I have an opinion about it, but I'm yeah. not attached to the. This is not for you're not going to die
4: on the hill for this whole thing.
7: I'm, I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not going to get upset about this or anything. This is just a, an expression of opinions, and it's okay to disagree. And
4: we can agree to disagree
7: for sure. For black sure, black people, and we ain't got to go slap them on stage when we disagree <laughs> either, <huh>? What <laughs> a co
6: Have that same intensity when they take your award away, because just like they took it sure. from Vanessa Williams for behavior, they need to take his
7: away. Yeah. They probably will.
4: And we saw why they took Vanessa Williams' award away, and I saw it 50,000 times, by the way. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, <laughs> quick. <laughs> Good
7: night, guys. Thank Good you. Good night.
4: Abid, I see you. Don't you go nowhere. You. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Talk Will Smith and Chris Rock inside the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580.
3: We've got a lot to talk about. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, Like nighttime, nighttime, by George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580.
4: 1580.
3: Now back to more of the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580.
4: 1580. Hot conversation tonight for show. Danny Mo Show, KBLA Talk 1580. to Tonight we're discussing the Will Smith and Chris, Chris Rock slapping incident and what your immediate reactions were upon seeing it. Also, we're discussing whether you, like me, think situations like this that are shown on worldwide TV damages us as a people and as a culture. We got a, a bead on the phone now. A bead, you know how we do. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, King. Okay?
1: Height five ten color chocolate, milk chocolate, and hood southeast.
4: Southeast, check it in. <laughs> yay, yay. All right, now give us your perspective. I know you got a good one.
1: Uh, I don't know. It, I might I might get in trouble too, but um I I kinda I agree with both of you and I think the reason why I have to split it straight down the middle and say, uh, for one thing I think it was a missed opportunity for Brother Will, but I so agree with I, I understand Robin's position I love it so much I understand her position our sisters need to feel not I'm saying you go beat up you know put hands on people but they want to feel that protection not in and, and what Robin was saying I hear through through her 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 decision to to feel the way she does I hear that need to be defended so will could have handled it different I think he could have got on stage and and did a Kanye, or did something else other than put his hands on that brother, slap him and humiliate him on, on, on worldwide television, national television. He could have handled it different. I think it was a missed opportunity for him and perhaps that we might be able to circle around and, and, and bring good to this situation. And so, but I do understand your, your point too, Danny, that no, you don't get up on, a, <laughs> on a, on a show like that and and slap somebody. And for a man to get slapped, it is the it is the worst thing you can do. It is worse mean, than yes, a punch. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is the worst thing you it's the most humiliating thing you can do. Um and and so the whole thing was just sad sad but I do understand the sisters that, you know, it was like that OJ thing when OJ got off, half of it most of us know the brother was guilty. But everybody's like, Yeah, we're celebrating and whatever just because it was it was because this brother for one time didn't get lynched you know it, it, you know what i mean yeah. it, it's 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 a black so man I finally think,
4: beat the system we weren't celebrating oj we were celebrating him beating the system we were like wow a black person actually <laughs> won.
1: right we knew these racist cops and we knew we knew the whole situation behind that whole J, whole oj thing and he got he got off and so it's the kind of same thing that i feel in, in regards to robin i'm hearing in what she's saying is that the sisters so much want to feel in whatever way, feel that the, our brother, the, that their brothers are taken up for, uh, taken up for them. And that, uh, you know, and Will could have done that. But but, you know, sometimes words can can hurt even more than a slap. Thank you. Let you me know. What I mean, Abid, uh, this is what I told
4: my family earlier today. Could you imagine if Will Smith had gotten up there while he was sitting up there disrespecting his wife? And it was a disrespectful comment. Get up there. Take the mic. I don't know if there was an actual handheld mic. I don't know. And said, see, this is why violence happens within the black community so much you have this black man on worldwide tv disrespecting my wife i'm, bu- I'm above Boom. it all and i'm not gonna put hands on this cat and i want to right now but can you imagine he's gonna come on this God. show on the oscars and disrespect <laughs> my beautiful queen sitting at that table right now i'm telling you chris rock have shrank in size right on stage that's what i'm saying that's what
1: i'm saying so
7: I just, I'm sorry. I wanted to jump in and say, uh, first of all, I appreciate that you you are uh, seeing both sides of the situation, definitely. And I agree with you. I do think it's a missed opportunity for Will. I think he knows that now. Um, you know, in hindsight, everything is is 2020. But um, I agree, and like I said earlier, I think it would have sufficed. Because he was just as powerful when he sat back down and said those words twice. Right. And he was just as powerful in that moment. If he had just that done moment. that, we would
4: have said, "Oh, okay, yeah. I feel you, Will."
7: I think she would have even felt protected if he would have done just that. Um, so,
4: awesome.
7: yeah. So I think I think we all agree that that would have even that would have made Will probably the highlight on on every level of the night, mm-hmm. right? Um,
1: we would have still been talking about it tonight. We've would yeah. have still been talking about. You said don't f with keep my woman's effing name out of your mouth we would have been talking about that
7: yep yep and instead everyone is 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 talking about um divide <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and, it, and it's a, it's split. You know, as I see in social media, there's a ton of people, though, who are saying, you know, I, I, I agree. But I think you hit the nail on the head and I want to thank you for that. It's not necessarily that we want to see black men fighting against other black men or that we're condoning what Will did. It's not that what it is, is finally we've been saying for years, black women. In particular, black women, we just don't get protected enough.
4: The most ridiculed and mimicked person on it, earth. On earth,
7: on earth. No doubt. And so, to, so, and so the, the passion in which you hear me talking about this is really what that moment is about for me. It's the, the fact that he went to another level and that nothing else mattered. Not even being at the Oscars where he was nominated for the highest award of the night. Not even that mattered when it came to protecting his wife. And so i think i do believe that he had a moment of redemption when he had uh, when he said his speech for his award not that it made everything better but he explained a little bit behind it and so i i believe that will is redeeming himself and i feel you know danny's gonna make a joke and say here i am again loving humanity um and i have i I believe in humanity Uh, it's just the optimist <laughs> in me, but, um, That's a I, ringtone, ma- mainly I just wanted to say thank you for seeing that. And I, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head, Abid.
1: Appreciate you, no. Abid, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. And, and let's, let's just, let's just give our sisters love and, and, and show them protection. So, so, I mean, so often on our records and social media and platforms, we're calling B words and this and that and the other. And, and, and our sisters definitely need to know that we're here and that they matter to us. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Well said. Thank you. I appreciate you, King. Have a blessed one, okay? Youtuber.
4: I just got sent a message here. It's actually a post on Facebook. I'm going to read it to you guys, and you're going to tell me what you think, okay? All right. It says it's a repost from my family, Nicole Jones. Quote, I just wish Jada would have reached out and grabbed Will's arm before he went up on that stage to protect him as well. She never protects him. She could have used her power as his wife to calm him down before things got to this point. Not because she wouldn't have wanted to be defended and protected by her man, as all women do, but because her role as his wife is to protect the heart of her man as well. In recent years, and perhaps throughout the whole marriage, for all we know, because we only know what they show us, she really hasn't done that well. Marriage is a two-way street, or should be. She's been taunting this man for some time through her own actions, entanglements, the humiliation, embarrassment, shame, guilt, disdain, and disappointment in himself that he will now yet again have to endure at her expense. While noble, may prove to be a very detrimental breaking point for an already mentally and emotionally vulnerable man. And that was extremely evident tonight. I'm worried about him and the after effect of this all, my lord.
7: Hmm, that's interesting. Can I respond to that? Please do. I feel I find that it's very interesting that once again we're putting the the oneness on the black woman. The the we talk about this on the show as well, where. The the black woman is the loyal one. We're always holding him down. We're always the one who's being responsible and accountable to hold down these black men. Where she was the one who was disrespected in that moment, but she also has to be the one to step up and and, and hold Will back. And like I said earlier, we we I don't even know if she knew what he was getting ready to do. Right. He it happened in a split second. Could we all saw and that. Dance with him on stage we, you yeah, we just didn't know. And I think um, maybe Will didn't even know what he was getting ready to do. Maybe he was contemplating as he walked up. I'm not sure. We're we're all not sure um and and then at some point i do want to touch on this entanglement thing and i have to say that uh the reason we know about this entanglement situation and the reason that that red table talk happened was because of august alcina had he not gone and sat sat down with angela yee and 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 told the world what happened. We probably would never have heard of this. And we probably would never say, oh, she embarrassed Will. And that there's an entanglement. And she had this infidelity. We don't know the situation that happened with them. She said, you know what? Mm -hmm. Now, now I have to go and tell my own narrative.
4: We're going to disagree on this heavily.
7: Which is fine. But she says now... I have to go and tell my own narrative, so I'm going to take control. I have a platform being the Red Table Talk, and I'm going to – I have to address this with Will.
4: I don't want to go too deep into the entanglement thing, but I will say this, and here's what ticked me off about a lot of the queens out there as a regards in regards to this situation. Mm-hmm. Why did August Alcina go to the Smiths?
7: Why didn't he? Why
4: did he go to them initially?
7: Because he was uh, – he was, uh, I think – They said something about he was a family friend and he was on drugs or something like that. He was having
4: some mental issues. He was deteriorating. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, uh, Jada had a sexual relationship with a man that was having mental issues on drugs.
7: Well, no, I I, well, no. Well, well, let me say this. I think that she was helping him through that before they had a sexual encounter. And I think that because he was still around, he, he had gotten better or something like that. This is this is this is
4: I'm saying there's a double standard. Okay. If Will Smith had done that with a woman, we'd be castigating him on this microphone. And Jada got a break on that. And I think that's fine. Nope,
7: nope, 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 nope. I'm telling you what's public versus what is private. Who that the world Will doesn't. No, you guys. See, the world The world is not privy to all the information. Will Smith said this. And you there, said it, August Alsina gave us the information. No, but what I'm saying, you're because you're saying had Will Smith done this, you don't know if Will Smith has done this or not. Maybe just not on a public platform. But you don't know the you, with he, someone
4: he, mentally incapable. We know Will Smith
2: has. Well, done you that.
7: can't. But here, here's the thing. So you're saying you're trying to you're trying to attach August Alcina's mental capability or lack thereof with Jada's entanglement with him. And what I'm saying is from what we gather, from what either party has said is that August Alcina initially was around them because he was having issues and mental anguish and he was having, uh, he was uh, using drugs and things like that where Jada helped him get better. And I think that is what uh, that sparked the initial entanglement anyway i don't think that she was like taking advantage of him people were, are going to say that because she was older than him and that he was not mentally capable to make some you know decisions but again i think that she helped him through those situations to get better and on the other side of that is where they began having a relationship and furthermore i think will knew about this and i think that they were on maybe some sort of break i'm or something with you like on, that. on the will side and so yeah and then but the why other why doesn't part, that
4: make him off limits just the fact that he approached them with those issues Why isn't he permanently off limits when he came to them with that?
7: Uh, Who knows? But, but, but. I'm just just asking. Yeah, but, but again, we can't say who should be off limits. We're a talk show. We can say whatever we want. But I'm saying, as a public, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't say he should be off limits because. A, B, and C, whatever no. reasons. We can't say that. I say that. But I'm saying you don't have the right. So if someone, listen, if you if you did something in your own private life. Yeah. And you made a decision in your private life. Say you and whomever, right? So who, and someone else finds out about it. Someone in the public finds out about it. And they just start, You, Danny, you can't do this, and that person should be off limits. And you're like, listen, this happened in my private life. You don't have a right to tell me what I can and can't do. Oh, man, we
4: are way off base. Because you're saying just because it was their private business, we don't have a right to say anything?
7: I'm saying it we, was we, made you can public say whatever. by August Alcina. We can say whatever and we want, And if
4: a very young girl came to me with drug problems and mental problems, and I established a sexual relationship with her, no. I deserve all of the criticism. August Alcina,
7: you're saying August Alcina was a very young man versus. Uh, I said
4: much younger. I didn't say a you young just
7: you just said a very and young if girl. she was
4: much younger than me I deserve that criticism he was
7: what, in his mid-20s so I don't know I don't know the exact age I, I can't think speculate. him coming
4: to them with those issues should make him off-limits permanently
7: to me right and that's fine but I'm saying in their situation in their private home between the two of them we can't uh, we can, we you can say whatever you, it is that you want but I'm saying we can't attach our own um our own uh standards to them just because we think it's wrong or right that's what they decided august Asina was still a grown man jada was a grown woman and will being her husband even on a break was if he knew about the situation that's between them
4: with mental issues a grown man with mental issues you you keep dancing over that but okay
7: daddy (laughs) i'm not dancing by the way i
4: love these double standards
7: yes oh wow
4: i love it 1-800-920-1580 1-800-920-1580 1 800 1 800 920 1580. News and traffic right now. We'll be back on the other side midday. The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580.
3: <laughs> Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. <laughs> 1580. Real talk. Real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580.
8: be man. Drop that shit. Tell
3: me baby, are you lonely? Don't want to rush you. I can help you if you own only Let me touch you for wrong, love. Tell me, cause I get caught up in the life I live as hell. See, I never thought I'd see the day when I would calm down. You ain't heard. I've been on the clown and get around. That's my word. See, you're walking and you're looking good. Yes, indeed. I do body like a sex feeling You're killing me with your attitude to Metro. You were checking out
4: the Danny Morrison show on KVLA Talk 1580. Contrary to popular belief, no, this is not Middays with Danny Morrison, even though I said that a couple minutes ago. I'm sorry. It's going to take a little while to get it all out of my system. Give me a little grace. Robin, you were making a point a few minutes ago. You want to finish that point because I got some commentary I got to get into.
7: What's the point I was making,
4: David? I have no idea. I you don't were...
7: remember, but I do want to say this. Are
4: oh, we're talking about mental health and August Alcina and Jada yeah, and just... private versus public, blah, 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 blah,
7: blah. Yeah, just because someone has mental health issues uh, doesn't mean that they are off limits. <sighs> so you're saying a person who is who has mental issues <sighs> is not to date anyone?
4: That's a touchy conversation. Because we all have some issues. True. His seemed clinical, from what I see.
7: His seemed more drug related, in my opinion. Um, not to say that he doesn't have mental issues and things like that, but I think it was more drug related. But pr- pretty much beside the point, anybody who's got mental health issues is still dateable. I disagree. You feel like someone who's going through some mental issues cannot date anybody.
4: I'm saying someone who's going through some mental issues shouldn't be dating anybody. Of course, we, we do it all the time, okay. but shouldn't be.
7: Okay. Well, then the, And if the, a
4: woman comes to me for help, uh-huh. I'm not going to be looking to sleep with her. I wouldn't do it. Unless it's Janet Jackson. Then I'll <laughs> then, then I take control.
7: But also also if if the woman that comes to you for help, if you help her over those issues or pretty much overcome those issues and she's so much better and she's thriving now, now is she dateable?
4: I'd see her as a child at that point. That's like one of my kids. Like for real, <laughs> okay. I'd say this well, one that's one of my been, kids. That that's fair.
7: That's fair. And I want I want everybody to know we we are uh Danny and I are we are laughing off, off air. We are we're yeah, I'm just saying. It's, it's yeah, we, I'm we sure, both pretty have... sure like,
4: oh, they fighting. It's like, no, we're not fighting. Yeah, no, we're not debating. At all. Not at all.
7: And yeah, it's I'm all totally love every debating. single time. Yeah.
4: Uh, check this out, y'all. Tonight we're discussing the Will Smith and Chris Rock slapping incident and what your immediate reactions were upon seeing it. Also, we're discussing whether you, like me, think situations like this that are shown on worldwide TV damages us as a people and as a culture. Now, listen. Uh, social media has been a firestorm over the last 24 hours, and it seems like the black community is split right down the middle on this entire debacle. I was speaking to a female friend earlier today, and she gave me such a poignant quote that I told her that I just had to bring it to the broadcast. And it kind of reminded me of Robin. I was like, am I turning into Robin? Sounds like it. (laughs) She said, quote, I'm paraphrasing, of course. She said, Danny, you always try to look on the bright side of black people. But you need to understand that we are a damaged and traumatized people. We all have so much crap going on in our lives that we find happiness in seeing old uh, other black people struggle the same way that we do every single day. Especially the rich and famous ones. We love to build them up just so we can tear them down. And I go, yeah. Yeah, that's about right. It, but I rebuke those remarks though. Mm. I won't buy into it. I won't settle. I won't allow the devil to try to make us into cursed people. I got a little cuddy. He told me a few months ago that he thinks black people are cursed because things always seem bad things always seem to happen to us. And this line of thinking needs to stop. Even if you may believe it yourselves, that's just white supremacy entering into your mind every single time you think it. Convincing us to never value ourselves goes all the way back to slavery. Y'all know that, right? Colorism, pitting our ancestors against one another for sport. And even in 2022, the way we straighten our hair and lighten our skin and otherwise only proves that their methodology is effective. That's why it infuriates me that when I see black people cheering on other black people receiving pain, makes no sense. No people in the history of this country have endured as much pain as the black man. No people. And after all we've been through, centuries of slavery, black codes, black Wall Street, Jim Crow laws, Tuskegee experiments, systemic and institutional racism and more. We got the nerve, the gall, the audacity to cheer on a black man, inflicting pain upon another black man. Much to the world's delight. Why? Because you say he was defending his queen. Newsflash. Just a few weeks ago, Jada was on Instagram, like I said earlier, telling the world how much he loved her bald head. But if anyone makes a simple joke about it, they deserve to have violence committed against them? That's nonsense. What if Chris Rock got a concussion from that slap? What what are you laughing at, Hanson? You saying that's not possible? You saying a slap ain't possible? Uh,
1: Definitely not possible.
4: You saying that's not possible? Not possible. (laughs) You can get a concussion from landing on your head. You you can get it from a slap, too. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Maybe not. How about a brain aneurysm? Can you get one from a slap?
1: That's a little bit too extreme.
4: Uh, Come on, man. It's possible.
7: It's possible.
1: Anything is possible. I'm with you on
4: that. What about a blood clot on the brain? Is that? that, mm -mm, No?
7: mm -mm. Nah. Nah, too much. Too much.
4: Okay. What if he just received irreparable damage of some sort? What about his eye? What if his eyeball was knocked out of socket? That's possible, right? I don't
1: don't know. I don't know. I don't even think the slap connected well enough for. People are saying that. It's a
7: very awkward hit slash. We we thought he pun- he was it was a punch, but then it was an open-handed slap, and it was the way he did it. It was a little awkward. So yeah, I agree with Andy. I don't know if it connected, th- but but listen, the way it sounded though
4: it, sounded it, it like resonated. it connected. Yeah, yeah it yeah. reverberated. Yeah, it did. there's people saying there's people questioning Will Smith's manhood because he slapped him instead of punched him. Too us. no,
7: on. that's almost more disrespectful in my opinion. Totally, a slap agree. is a disrespectful thing.
4: And I want you to keep that, that same energy when your black son's girlfriend is ridiculed at school and he gets in a fistfight for it. Keep that same energy for defending his queen and his life is in danger. Oh, wait, that ain't the same thing, no. Right? That's your child. Huh. But see, that's the problem. Until we see all black people as being part of our huge family, nothing will change. Nothing. But I do have a 7 Series tonight. Andy, can we get into it? Drop that 7 Series. Let's go.
3: One topic, 7 answers. answers. It's time for the 7 Series series. on KBLA Talk 1580.
4: We've got a lot to talk about. Look, something has to be done, and the Academy is already strategizing on what to do to Will Smith, but I have my own recommendations on what should happen immediately to smooth this entire situation over sooner rather than later. That's why my 7 Series tonight is 7 Actions That Should Happen Immediately to Clean Up the Will and Chris Controversy, not now, but right now. You want to join in? 1-800-920-1580. We'll try to get through it in 15 minutes. 1-800-920-1580. Seven actions that should happen immediately to clean up the will and Chris Controversy. One, Will Smith needs to call a press conference and apologize. Yeah, I saw that little stupid statement that he released a couple of hours ago. Mm -hmm. That's a start. It's a start. And no, not some informal Instagram live post. A real press conference with members of the Academy there. A full-throated apology stating that he was 100% wrong for what he did. Will sing the light will be the first domino that needs to fall for healing. And we need to see him show his heart the same way he did on that podium last night. For we all for all we know, Meredith O'Sullivan, his publicist, could have written that apology herself. And that's the first action that should happen immediately to clean up the will and Chris controversy. What do you think? Uh, you mentioned it earlier. You He needs to do a little bit more.
7: Yeah, I think he needs to do a little bit more. I don't know that it calls for a full-blown press conference. I hear you, but you wanted to. That, that's like, to me, um, just pushing it to the fullest extent. I want
4: black kids to see it.
7: And I hope that in this ser- the, in the seven series you are, uh, and I, we going to wait and see, but I hope that you are calling for uh, Chris Rock to do some sort of apology as it's well. It's funny you say that. Okay. All
4: right, it's not here yet. But. <laughs> Here's number two. How we doing on time, Andy? I'm going to get through it. Let me see. Number two, Will needs to be sanctioned, suspended, or something. Word is the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has launched a formal investigation into the incident involving Will Smith at Sunday night's Oscars. Why do you think Will rushed out that statement? In two statements released today, the AMPAA states, quote, the Academy condemns the actions of Mr. Smith at last night's show. We have officially started a formal review around the incident and will explore further action and consequences in accordance with our bylaws, standards and conduct in California law, end quote. It also shared organizational rules that show it has the power to revoke an award after the fact. Yeah, Will Smith might get his award taken away, and I wouldn't be mad at that. I want precedent set. I want to make sure the young kings and queens operate with decorum when on the big stage. I love me some Will, but Will screwed up. Let his mistake be the marker for future generations on how not to handle a situation. That's the second action that should happen immediately to clean up the Will and Chris controversy, ma'am. Uh,
7: well, you said that. Uh, why do you think Will put out that statement so so fast? As because he quickly? sees the wheels turning. I, I don't think that 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 could be. I'm saying that could be a factor. I don't think that was the only factor. I think that Will Smith is cognizant enough of his life. Uh. In his life, and mm-hmm. he's aware enough of his, of his of his, himself, you know, to um, understand what he did,
4: but not and- aware to not jump on stage and slap somebody.
7: No, no, no. I, I know you're going to press that, Danny. I know you're going to press that issue. But he's
4: aware of the type of person he is, but he's not aware that he shouldn't get on stage and slap Chris Rock. Come
7: no. What is No. See, I, I, what I don't agree with is the fact that um, he's not being extended any kind of grace as a human being. Because how, when was the last time you did something that was so foul and you were like, you know what? I messed up. I Today. screwed up. But I'm saying, so we should extend grace, right? We should extend grace. Like, yeah, we all agree he should not have done it that way. Um, for a lot of other people, he, they do understand, but all I'm saying is that I think that he, he even got up there, uh, and, and was crying about the situation. I think that he understood the, um, the magnitude of his actions. And I think that's why, like I said, in hindsight, everything is 2020. I think he understood it
4: that without apologizing to Chris Rock and everybody else.
7: No, I'm saying that, that he did. That he, was, in he did the not
4: st- apologize to Chris Rock in that speech.
7: No, I'm saying uh, the, the statement that he put out today.
4: Oh no. He was very gracious in it. Did he write it though? I don't know. Yeah, he did. One 1587 series. Danny Mel Show. KBLA Stata
3: From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From to nighttime. Like George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk fifteen eighty.
4: You are inside a fiery show tonight. We're talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock, the entire controversy. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. You're also inside the 7 Series right now. Seven actions that should happen immediately to clean up the Will and Chris controversy. Number one is Will Smith needs to call a press conference and apologize. Two, Will needs to be sanctioned, suspended, or something, in my opinion. Here's number three. And this is what the Queen was talking about a second ago. Chris Rock needs to make an official statement. On his own time. Chris needs to acknowledge that his thought process on the joke made on Jada was wrong. Was he aware of her condition? Maybe. Should it matter? Maybe not. That being said, it will go a long way in healing the wounds involved if Chris, if Chris came out and admits that he was or wasn't aware of Jada's alopecia condition. If he feels an apology is in order, he should do it. Even though I don't think he needs to give one, that's on Chris, and that's the third action that should happen. Immediately, to clean up the Will and Chris controversy, Queen, what do you think?
7: Huh, so you don't think that he needs to give uh, an apology? or
4: uh, I think it's optional for him.
7: I don't. I don't agree with that. I do not agree with that. I think that he should. He should definitely give an apology.
4: What if he didn't know she had alopecia?
7: Um, I think he then he sh- he should still apologize. You can still hurt someone's feelings even if you didn't know. Okay. So I think that it's fair to say that he could even apologize for just the fact that he he uh, offended or hurt her, and and apparently they're supposed to be friends offline, um, and so just even as a friend, I want to extend an apology for publicly humiliating you the way that i did
4: gotcha seven actions that should happen immediately to clean up the will and chris controversy here's number four jada needs to clear the air was she offended or not are jokes against her too much or not did will overstep the bounds or not in my opinion jada has been too quiet throughout this entire process history is littered with black male bodies getting into altercations with other black men on behalf of a black woman some situations call for a woman to be defended But some are also too small in nature to warrant violence. Last night was definitely one of the small ones. For a woman that has her own talk show, Jada sure doesn't let the public know what is off limits with her life. We would love to know. Chris Rock deserves it. Shoot, all of media deserves it. And that's the fourth action that should happen immediately to clean up the Will and Chris controversy.
7: What Jada could be doing is waiting for a Red Table Talk moment. Who knows? She By the probably, way, that was
4: reported just a couple of hours ago. They're going to save it for a Red Table Talk.
7: Yeah, it, it makes sense that she's going to utilize it to her. I mean, why wouldn't she, it's right?
4: A, it's a hit show. I right? you know. It,
7: it's a very smart thing to do because the world will be tuning into that.
4: How we doing? All right, we're doing all right. Number five on the seven actions that should happen immediately to clean up the Will and Chris controversy. Number five is Chris should file a lawsuit against Will hear me out
7: <laughs> both of
4: y'all hear me out with these shaked heads up in here
7: <laughs> yeah andy
4: he shouldn't press charges but he should write up a lawsuit as a symbol against the act itself then he should present it to will for an undisclosed amount then those money should be allocated to multiple anti-violence nonprofits around los angeles the game and 50 cent did the same thing remember to squash their beef back in 2005. And it will be a great gesture to see the same thing for these two media giants. And that is the fifth action that should happen immediately to clean up the Will and Chris Contras.
7: I think that's ridiculous. I think that the, what we can get out of this is seeing two two men come together and make amends on camera. Great. We settled it, and let's move on. Why not make a, a donation to the, to that's the anti-violence? But, but the whole lawsuit thing, making will d- d- for some undisclosed amount, like, come on. Like, that's a bit much. What, what about the kids? What kids? Get this money to the kids. What
4: kids? The, the, the kids that are struggling in our more impoverished communities. What are you talking about? Uh,
7: come on. The, 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 well, the, these guys are already. And stop shaking your head. These parts are these things are already being handled uh, with their different foundations, things that they do, monies that they give. So I don't think this needs to be made even more of a public mockery. And I think that that's exactly what that perpetuates. It's like, let's be done with it.
2: Andy is then, clapping then, for you
7: right now, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and Andy that's good because you know what? Or you, we or can show
4: what
7: what we can do though. What we can do is show that just as easily and just as big as that was, it can be over that fast. Okay. We don't need to, but we don't make this a long thing. It could be over just as fast. If you man up, say, I'm sorry. The other person is, is mature enough to say, I, I uh, receive your apology. I, too, apologize. And just like that, two great giants, two black men have made a statement that just that quickly it could be over with. In
4: person, not with a statement.
7: Sure. that's okay. I agree with that. Okay, we're good.
4: 1-800-920-1580. We finish out the seventh Series. On the other side, it's the Danny Mo Show. Stay there.
3: Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580.